This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 48 of the Wisdom by Oisa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. I'm Casey Wilbanks Coletti. And this is Sophia Aguila. Welcome to Wisdom by Wesa on the Horse Ready Network. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WISA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. This week is a special week for exhibitors, and Sophia is here to tell us why. Yes, the exhibitor contracts are available now online at westsidetradeshow.com. So if you are a WESA member, you can go ahead and simply follow the screens or steps to fill it out so that you can exhibit at the January 2021 trade show. And if you aren't a member yet but would like to exhibit, you can request info online also at westsidetradeshow.com. This year, WESA will create a new floor plan as you're at the DMC for the very first time. Can you share a tip for filling out the contract? Yes. So the floor plan or the layout of the floor plan is also online and it will appear on your screen whenever you're filling out your contract. So there's four different color sections on the temporary floor, which is the 11th floor. So just take a closer look and see where you want to be, how the hallways are set up, and just let us know whenever you do fill out your contract in the notes section where you would like to be, which one maybe you would like to avoid, and basically any information you want us to know about where you want your booth to be at. And then the more background that you can give Kristen and Amy, the better they can find a spot for you whenever they do the assignment. As we're introducing the 14th floor, can you share where today's guest will be located? Yes. Yeah, so from Kimes Ranch, you basically just turn right passing WESA members like Blackjack Boots and Coyote Cowgirl and just go straight ahead and you'll find Gaviskai in room 14050. So today's interview will conclude the virtual tour of WESA's 14th floor. And yeah, that means we're only closer to the trade show. One day, a few years ago, an American artist living in Mexico met a local bootmaker. The artist, Deborah DuPont, wanted to design a custom pair of cowhide boots for herself, and the bootmaker agreed to make them. Once she had her brand new boots, people began asking her where they could get a pair, and Agave Sky was born as a marketer of custom-made boots and accessories. Initially, the company was conceived as a wholesale retail business and opened two stores. Then COVID-19 hit. The stores are closed, and today, Agave Sky focuses on marketing boots and other footwear and related products to retailers and to consumers. Hey, Deborah, thanks so much for taking the time out of your day uh, to spend uh, speaking with us on the Wisdom by WISA podcast. Thank you for having me, Mike. I think it's going to be, we talked a little bit the other day. It's an interesting story, interesting background. In fact, let's do that. Let's talk just a little bit about this idea you had to have your own pair of custom boots and you came across a boot maker and the rest is history, but fill in the blanks just a little bit. So I met a boot maker living in Mexico and wanted to design a pair of custom boots for myself. And I've made my living as an artist 
Um, so I was all into the design and what we were going to do with it. And she originally asked, how many pairs do you want to make? And I said, three. Um, we'll make three for this year. And if we get it right, we'll maybe next year we'll make another three. And as I started wearing my boots around, people started asking me where I could buy them. And after a couple of times, I looked at my husband and said, hey, I might have a business here. So I ordered 12 pairs of boots and set up for a pop-up show, sold boots, took orders on boots, um, put up my own boots as display, and did a couple more pop-ups. And then in 2000, that, that was 2015 when I sold my first pair of boots. And then 2017, we opened our first retail store. And from there, you added a second store, and then COVID came along. Yes. In 2018, we did our first wholesale show, and it kind of took off from there. Well, and I've noticed you've added a lot of products, uh, not just boots. And Casey and I were talking about them. I said, you know, there's not a lot of that. I don't wear boots like that very often, but I, Casey, Casey right. is more inclined to, and I'll let her chat about that. Sure. Well, and I, I do. I want to talk about all the designs. And um, as he mentioned, there's boots, but there's there's variations of boots. There's tall boots. There's ankle boots. Um, there's slip-on sandals. I There's really just something for everybody. But I would like you to explain all the different um, designs within your line. Okay. So I started with um, a traditional cowgirl boot, more of a more of a fashion boot um, uh-huh. made out of suede, leather soles. Um, all the embroidery designs were my original designs. We made a little bit of a wider uh, calf boot. Then the next boot we made was a... Um, what what we call the slim boot that was a little slimmer tube, and then the ankle boot and the knee-high boot. After that, when we were going to our first market, um, I started to get nervous, and I asked my bootmaker, um, hey, can you make me a cowhide slide? And they said, what do you mean? Um, and so I sketched it out, and we we started talking. Um, they started pulling out leather and said, "Yeah, we can we can use three layers of leather. Then we can do the cowhide and um, and that's where that started. And then we expanded the line with the cowhide ankle boots. We now do custom cowhide slim boots, and then the whole line of cowhide shoes as well." Well, and as I'm looking, there's a lot of ostrich too. I see some ostrich sandals and really cool ostrich tennis shoes. Yes, yes, thank you. Um, so we source all of our own leather. We go to the market in Leon. We go um, to the factories in Leon and look at leather. Um, while we were doing this, uh, we've also picked out our own cowhides. While we were doing this, I was just in love with the ostrich, but you always see ostrich in men's boots and the browns and grays and traditional colors. And I started asking, can we make ostrich and turquoise and red and (laughs) mustard? And we started working on color palettes and then did a line of slides and now a line of tennis as well. 
So I have a real problem with with interviewing people on this show because I feel like I need to do some shopping each and every time. <laughs> and I'm sitting here. <laughs> I I love the amber flat sandal. I love the Georgia ankle boots with the scallop design. Two of my very, very favorites. And that's just on your your homepage of your website that I'm, I'm looking at. But uh, just so many unique designs and I can think of so many outfits to, to wear these with. But as Mike mentioned earlier, in the conversation, obviously COVID-19 has been life-changing to all of us in so many different ways. I don't really have anywhere to wear anything right now, but I am so stockpiling my outfits to get ready to go places. But I want to talk about that just a little bit and, and your kind of change in in your store and closing the two stores. But now you're, you're focusing on your marketing. I'm assuming that this is all online now and selling to retailers and consumers. Am I correct? Correct. Correct. So we, we do have an online website. We did do, uh, tried to do a couple, a few small retail shows, um, really just to build our brand for uh-huh. our retailers. Sure. That was, we want, when people come and buy from us at market, we want to have already a captive audience for our sure. brand. And that is why we are out there in the retail world. It's not something I want to continue to do. And I think uh, we are dropping that off little by little. Well, and and your marketing, I want to talk about that. You mentioned your website, agavisky.com. For those listening, really crisp pictures. The first thing I notice is just really unique pictures. I'm, I'm sitting here and um, there's a gal in your product. She's got a banjo in one hand and a buffalo in the other hand. And that is something very important. It's so hard. I feel like it's so hard to be unique in, you know, how many different ways can we be unique within the same industry? But you've done that. You have found your own niche. You've found your uniqueness. I love your pictures on your website. And so that obviously goes into the marketing category. And I just want to talk a little bit about that and your marketing um, avenues and your thought process behind your pictures and where you grab your ideas from. Well, I I have to hand it to a lot of the influencers that we work with. Um, they are so creative. I love working with the young girls. I love as much as I love working with boutiques. I'm 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 honored to work with them. I think it's it's gratifying to get their feedback and and have them buy our brand. Uh, we had because we had the stores in Mexico that were retail, and then we have a whole different side of the business that is our wholesale western side. I, I had a hard time with that for a long time and kind of figuring out which direction to go. COVID has actually made that a little bit easier for me um, because we're really focusing on our our western wholesale side. And I feel like those pictures really embrace what Agave Sky is about. Yeah. Just young women who are wearing our shoes, who feel comfortable in our shoes and are kind of being themselves. Um, that's, that's what we're about. We want, I want women to feel good when they have our products on. I want women to have, to get compliments when they have our products on and nothing is better when a customer comes up to me um, at a show and says, Hey, I absolutely love your products. That is the best thing ever. 
Absolutely. And not just uh, footwear. We're looking at outerwear. I'm I'm looking at some handbags right now. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's some crossovers with your handbags and your boots. Um, it looks like there's a crossbody purse that matches a pair of boots I just saw on the other page. Yes. Yes, we do. We do a line of embroidered bags. And then we also do a line of cowhide bags. I cut all of my own cowhide. Um, everything is made by hand. It's a it's a two-person business <laughs> with, a, with a great team of people in Leon. What would you say your your most sought-after product or style of footwear is? Definitely our cowhide slides have, have really? hit a chord with people. Um, they are comfortable. Um, they're quality. They're, each one is unique. They're all handmade. Um, that is definitely where we're headed, where we're growing, like you mentioned, the amber and some of the new uh, styles that we brought out this spring or last January at WESA have been great sellers. We've we've taken our original cowhide so- slide and dressed it up and done some really fun things with it, added some different colors and um, little embellishments, and that that's been really exciting and fun to do and, and see the great response to that. Sure. Can we talk about a little bit about the care of the suede? Uh, a lot of your boots are suede. And yes. what is the best way to care for them? Uh, so actually, our, our suede boots are treated in the factory before they ever get out the door. What we recommend is that you clean them with a soft cloth or a soft brush and then once a year, treat them with a suede and new protector, and they will they will live forever. I wear my very first pair of boots uh-huh. all the time. Um, probably the most I the boots that I wear the most, uh-huh. and I love to prop them up on a bench and show people, look where <laughs> I, I went in the mud here. Yeah. Um, I don't do anything to them, so they really do stand the test of time. There's a another unique feature on your website as I'm just clicking through because I try to keep the the mind of a consumer as I'm looking through and, and pick out the things that are super cool for me that if I was shopping, what I would look for. And there's a really neat description on, on each of your products. And then you'll also say like this pair of boots, it's the knee high dancing bones. And it says pair with tucked in jeans for a casual look or with a short skirt or dress to elevate your outfit. So I think that's a really unique touch too, to give some ideas while they're shopping, give some ideas of maybe what they can pair it with. Thank you. We, and we get that feedback from our customers. So we try to include that. If I, if somebody gives me some feedback, I'm, I'm always like, ah, oh, that's a great point. I'm going to use that on my website if that's okay with you, just to give people ideas. Well, and even though Mike said he does not wear these types of boots, I feel like the those descriptions and stuff make it really easy for a gentleman to buy his wife a gift or, or girlfriend or sister or whatever the case may be. So a really unique concept there. Right, Mike, even though you're not wearing them, I think that would come in handy for you. I do have a question, uh, Deborah. How much has your background as an artist, I don't know if it was professionally trained or just an innate ability, but how much is your background of an artist before Agave Sky played into the way you go about designing products? 
Oh, thank you for asking that. So I did study design in college, so that definitely does help. Being self-employed for my entire working career definitely helps. But as an artist, I made everything from start to finish. I was in control of absolutely every step um, from the beginning until it went out the door to leave to go to somebody's home. With the boots, it's very similar, um, but I start with the design, but there is a point where I have to relinquish control and let somebody take over the making of the boots. And that that was a a big step, um, a big learning curve to rely on somebody else. And we have a great team of people that work with us. Um, We're very hands-on with that, but they they know where we want to go and they're going to help us get there. Okay, that's great. Now, one other question. I mean, we do happen to be the Wisdom by Oisa podcast, which leads me to uh, ask just a little bit about your uh, relationship with Oisa, how Oisa has helped your business uh, and um, your relationship with the organization. So we did our first, we joined Oisa three years uh, 2018, and we've done three of their shows. Our very first WISA show, I knew the first day that we were in the right place, um, that we were hitting our market, um, which was very exciting. And we're very excited to be opening our showroom on the 14th floor in Dallas. I think it's so important for stores and boutiques to attend market to see things in person and to be able to touch them and feel them and look at the quality. We, like I said before, all of our products are handmade. We're, they're made in, in Mexico, not in a factory in China. And I think you need to be able to see that difference and see that quality. I love the customers. I love the people that come to WISA. I love learning from them getting feedback from them on our products. And um, we have really met and made some wonderful friendships and sold to some stores, um, new stores that we would have never gotten to had we not had WISA. Okay. And then one other question as we close here, you told an an interesting story uh, to me the other day, but it kind of fits with starting a business. Sometimes there's a challenge in coming up with a name for a business, unless the fact you're going to use your own name, you know, Bob's Car Wash or Harry's Hats or something like that. But I remember asking, how did you come up with the name Agave Sky? Because the business name has to be memorable. Uh, people have to know how to write it, how to spell it. Uh, they can't say, oh, what was the name of that company that, that that lady had again? And But you told an interesting story about how you came up with it, which was kind of, it just came to you. It did. So we uh, wanted something that reflected my Texas heritage as well as something that reflected Mexico. Um, that was very important to us. Agave, which is also used for making tequila, is a beautiful plant, and we started with that and then started playing around with it, and I sketched a design out, being an artist, with Agave Sky, and as soon as I did, we knew that that was it. It had a great ring. It it embellished everything that we wanted to 
stand for, and um, plus, both countries are under the same sky, so that fit perfect. Well, and it's an easy name to remember, quite frankly. Uh, ever since we talked about doing this interview, it's always been on top of my mind what the name of the company was, and that's that's a very important thing. Thank you. And listen, so, hey, thanks for your time. Uh, we do appreciate you telling us the Agave Sky story. Uh, Casey, of course, uh, uh, is able to tell our listeners all about your product. And I just think it was a great little business plan. Uh, and you're doing fine with it. So thanks so much for taking the time to spend with us on the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. Thank you so much for having me and learning more about our brand, Agave Sky. Show notes and links from today's show can be found at the website wisdombyawisa.com. And of course, we'd like to have your feedback. There is a contact link on that website. The Wisdom by Wisa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wisa podcast. Wisa, where the industry meets. <laughs>